0: Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: And welcome back, and as always, thank you for joining us on this Saturday for wherever you are in the world, and if you're listening in the archives, whatever day you're listening. If you want to call us, we're at 877-474-3302, and delighted to have you with us. And Marsha, you have a great guest, and why don't you tell us about him?
0: I am so excited. Well, first of all, because, and if you're listening on the archives, the first thing I want you to do before you hear Richard James, our guest, is go to www.thefutureiselectric.com. And that way you can see a little bit about what we're talking about because GM is doing some amazing things on greening cars. And I don't understand anything about ethanol, compressed natural gas, or where to plug in my battery if I even had one. I mean, I drive a CTS. So I want to turn this over to Richard James uh, with GM News West. Richard, are you here? Hey, Marcia. How you doing?
2: Very good, thank
0: you. Mm. So tell me, start off, what kind of new technologies are we going to have in our cars? I mean, what's GM focusing on right now?
2: Oh, gosh, the, the list is very long. <laughs> But, but what I'll do is, is start with, with, the, I guess, you know, the thing that we're most excited about, obviously, because it's going to go on sale later this year, is, is, a, is a new car called the Chevrolet Volt. Um, and for your listeners who, who aren't that familiar with it, it's, it's something that we're calling an extended-range electric vehicle. It's essentially a, a, an all-electric vehicle. It runs on electricity at all times. But to alleviate something that we learned from our previous experiences With an older electric vehicle that we were first to introduce, called the EV1 uh, to alleviate um, range anxiety, which is something that you're going to hear about uh, as a lot more electric vehicles get introduced into the marketplace. This particular vehicle uh, is equipped with an onboard generator. And what that does is once you get to the point where the batteries have uh, gotten to the point that they're at the end of their range, this generator essentially automatically kicks in. It's virtually silent, and what that generator does is it continues to charge the batteries uh, in the vehicle so that you can continue to drive for up to uh, 300 miles with a relatively small amount of fuel that is just powering the generator. So it runs on electricity at all times. But once you get beyond the range, which is approximately 40 miles um, for this particular vehicle, then this onboard generator kicks in and allows you to go up to 300 miles, which is pretty typical of cars that you see on the road today.
1: Well, that's a great idea, actually, because (laughs) that was a concern of mine. The first thing I heard about the Volt was, oh, you can only go 40 miles? Well, that's really not very far.
2: Yeah, with electric vehicles, you know, and as I said, you know, there's more manufacturers bringing in electric vehicles over the next few years but, you know, that, that is the number one issue that consumers have, you know, and you're going to hear, you know, whether it's our range being 40 miles. And, and you know, from our studies, 40 miles covers about 80 percent of the drivers on the road in terms of their daily commute to work and back. Mm-hmm. So if, if your you know, commute is less than 20 miles per day, which, as I said, covers about 80 percent of the population in North America, you know, you could, you know, operate this vehicle. Indefinitely, And never use a drop of gasoline. Um, if you do, you know, one day decide that you want to drive to San Francisco or you want to drive to, you know, Los Angeles or you want to drive to Vegas, you know, you're not limited with this vehicle as you will be with certain other vehicles.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, Richard, I'm assuming that it doesn't have a little chute where you have to feed peanuts to a couple of squirrels on a treadmill.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> That's correct. The, the, the onboard generator, uh, it's right. actually a, a gasoline motor. Um, it's got a smaller tank, but as I said, that tank enables you to, uh, to drive the vehicle up to, you know, 300 miles. And you can fill that tank at any regular gas station. So the, the infrastructure, which in these discussions for electric vehicles, the infrastructure is not currently in place. What this allows you to do is use the current Infrastructure, and if you're driving to to uh, Los Angeles from San Francisco, you can stop at a regular gas station and fill up that tank, which will allow the generator run and allow you to continue running on electricity.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting. I think Marcia and I were both thinking the same thing. If you go that extra 260 miles using the generator, how much ga- how many gallons of gasoline will that actually use?
2: Um, I don't have those statistics in front of me. Um, You know, I I can't even give you an approximation. I know it's a relatively small tank, you know, 8 to 10 gallons or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a very, very fuel-efficient mechanism because if you're familiar with generators, you know, they run at a consistent uh, RPM. Mm -hmm. And so because it's running at that consistent RPM and it's just charging the electricity, as I said, it runs the electric system is essentially what it's running on all the time. What the generator Okay, so, is so the
0: gasoline, Mark, is not running the engine. It's just running this little teeny generator. Right,
2: right. So, right. No, okay. I mean, so, maintaining so
0: wait a minute. A I think I understand. It's, 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 it's kind of like when you used to pedal your bicycle and make the light light up <laughs> right. on your bicycle. Right, <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> you see, I have to bring it to my level. Yeah, there you go.
1: You know, now, <laughs> I have mean, a couple of questions that I have. Yeah. Uh, well, and w- one comment and one question. Uh, the comment is... It's a pretty car. And I have to say, I know I'm going to offend a lot of people. I've done it before. Why not try it now? When the Prius came out, I went, that is one ugly car. Yep. You know, so, and I turned to a friend and said, you know, when they bring out, kiddingly, when they bring out a Ferrari with an electric engine, you know, I'm interested (laughs) in the car. So the Volt is a beautiful car. And and that's a nice thing. The other question is power. Can Mm. I step on it like I do in one of my other cars and get power, or am I going to chug along?
2: Well, actually, you're you're probably going to be pleasantly surprised because in a way, depending upon what you're currently driving, you may even feel more power initially because with those electric motors, you're getting almost instantaneous torque, uh, Mm. which is what you don't get with a traditional automobile. So I think you'd be pleasantly surprised at, at how immediate that power goes to your wheels. Um, and then on your to, to your other point in terms of styling, you know, I guess thanks very much in terms of styling, uh, you, you know, there are some similarities to, um, you know, what you're going to see initially, at least, in terms of, you know, hybrids and electric vehicles in the sense that, that we're all trying to get the most aerodynamic styling mm-hmm. that we can. Um, you know, all of these vehicles. You know, we, we want to market them as unique in their own way, but but aerodynamics plays a huge part in getting the kind of mileage that we'd like to get out of these vehicles. So, you know, the, the Volt is a, a four door. It's a compact sedan. In a way, it looks like uh, some other vehicles, perhaps on the road, but we've done many things with it to make it look unique so that it's not just, you know, an adaptation of, uh, you know, a Chevrolet Cruze, which is another vehicle that's coming out later this year. It is a unique looking vehicle, which was the objective.
0: Hmm. Okay. Mark, did you have another question? Because yeah, I have know, a bunch of us. Well,
1: I mean, <laughs> uh, my, and, and we're going uh, to go to break in a little bit, so we'll, we'd love Richard to stay with us. Yeah. Uh, and, Marcia, you will find this question of most importance. Are we going to be looking at a Corvette one day as an electric car?
2: You know, we haven't gotten to that point in terms of uh, specific to the Corvette, but, you know, we've designed there's There's, uh, You know, when you get some time, you can go onto our, our website, and if you go to Cadillac's website specifically, mm-hmm. there's a concept vehicle called the Cadillac Converge, and uh, it's based sort of off the same architecture that's on the Volt, but it looks like, you know, an advanced future two-seat sports car. So, you know, there's no limits as to what you can do with the type of architecture. Um, And, yeah, you know, it's possible that that it could be a, quote-unquote, Corvette or it could be any other sports car. You know, the important thing for us in the industry is, and and for us here at General Motors, obviously, is is to get those economies of scale initially. Um, You know, we need to get the volume in terms of battery production and in terms of bringing the cost down on some of this – technology but but i think once you get to a certain point there's there's no limits of of what you can do in terms of the vehicle and styling of the vehicle
0: well you know as i said i'm a big fan i have my cts i love my 2008 cts
2: Right, we're happy and to one that. of that
0: th- one of the things i well we're going to get into my other car after the break but <laughs> the, um, corvette, you mean, <laughs> the corvette yes yeah. <laughs> um I'm a GM person, but I am totally sold on OnStar. Will the new electric cars also have OnStar? Because I find this is, like, every person should have OnStar in the whole world.
2: Yeah, I mean, all of our vehicles, and including the Volt, obviously, but all of our vehicles are now equipped with OnStar. So whether you're buying an entry-level um, vehicle, such as, a, you know, today it would be a Chevrolet Cobalt, but coming, I mean, yeah, coming in the, Near term here in September, the Chevrolet Cruze replaces that. But whether it's a, a Chevrolet Cobalt or a Chevrolet Cruise or a Cadillac CTS, uh, in, in the case of the GM family, they all come with OnStar.
0: All right. Now, for the rest of us who aren't electric quite yet, mm-hmm. um, GM's doing a lot with green technology, and you have advancements in the powertrains to improve fuel efficiency and all that. Yep. Um, what are you doing in the new cars? What's going on with ethanol and compressed national, natural gas just scares me.
1: <laughs> You're afraid the car is going to blow up, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't like using my gas stove.
2: So, you know. <laughs> well, you know, there's a number of, you know, the one thing for us, and, and you know, some manufacturers have, have decided that they're going to choose a particular strategy and go in that direction. You know, for us, you know, and, and even with the Volt, you know, for energy efficiency and and continuing demands that we expect to see for automobiles, not just in North America, but around the world, you know, we're not just focusing on one technology. We're focusing on multiple technologies. So, yes, you know, the, obviously there is the, the extended-range electric vehicle that you're going to have as the Volt, but, you know, we're going to have plug-in hybrids. Uh, we already have hybrids uh, on the road today, but looking at other technologies, uh, fuel cells, is a big one. We've been working on fuel cells for many, many years, uh, and and we have the largest test fleet of fuel cell vehicles um, in the world here uh, in North America. Ethanol is another alternative. Ethanol is huge, um, especially in South America, in Brazil. um, We have E85 flex fuel vehicles that are available here in North America as well. And then uh, compressed natural gas is another alternative. Um, And to your point on compressed natural gas, um, we've just introduced some full-size vans um, that, are, that operate on compressed natural gas. They are very safe. They tend to be targeted um, at fleet buyers. They, they, um, the fuel is relatively um, inexpensive.
1: Now, Richard, I'm going to hold you for a sec because sure. we're going to break. Also, I want you to finish that. When we come back, I want you to address, for, to get, uh, lay the fears of some people, what's going on with General Motors and do, would we have to be concerned about buying a car? So don't go away. We want to talk about that.
0: This is Marsha Collier, along with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
3: A connected world is coming. Are you the decision maker at home or in the office? Are you looking for products to automate everyday tasks? Are you a professional who needs to keep up on the latest technology? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, Connected World Magazine is for you. Visit www.connectedworldmag.com to subscribe today. Connected World is the new go-to magazine for connected devices, and the launch issue will be available this July. Subscribe today and pay only $9.95 for a one-year subscription. Get connected now. Visit www.connectedworldmag.com and click on subscribe today. And follow us on Twitter at connectedwmag Take your company to
4: another level by combining the reach of your email list with the power of a custom video. Introducing eVideoPros.com, personalized and professionally produced videos instantly streamed to your emails list, informing them about that new product or service, sale, or event using customized video footage of your own voice, face, and company. eVideoPros.com will do it quickly, inexpensively, and conveniently. And what's more, live links surrounding your streamed video email will connect your audience to your website for information to place an order and get instructions. And they can forward the same video email to their friends. So forget expensive direct mail or mass media advertising. You're at your keyboard. So type in evideopros.com now and request a sample to be quickly emailed. Make your mark using innovative video email from evideopros.com.
0: Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome
1: back. We're talking to Richard James from General Motors. So, Richard, finish what you were saying about the different kinds of fuels, and then let's address the issue because I think it's important for our listeners to know, you know, is GM solid? Do we have to worry about buying a car? You know, because we went through a little problem not too long ago.
2: Yeah, as I was saying, you know, we're really not looking at at one particular technology. We're looking at all technologies from plug-in hybrids to hybrids to fuel cells to ethanol to a compressed natural gas. And, you know, the the big one is really making continuous improvements uh, to the uh, internal combustion engine, because even with all of those other technologies, the internal combustion engine is going to be with us for a long, long time. And obviously, there's hundreds of millions of internal combustion engines on the road today. So looking at technologies like direct injection, which help improve fuel efficiency, are are other types of things that we're looking at. Great.
1: All right, address what's going on at General Motors.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, obviously we went through a difficult time uh, last year, but since that time, you know, we've reduced the number of brands that we have today to uh, to four brands that being Chevrolet, Cadillac, Buick and GMC. Um, we've focused uh, the company uh, completely on designing, building, and selling the world's best vehicles. And with the vehicles that we've introduced, especially in the last uh, year or two years, uh, you know, the Chevrolet Equinox, the Chevrolet Malibu, the uh, the new Buick LaCrosse, there's a new Buick Regal that's coming out, the Cadillac CTS that Martha was just uh, complimenting. I mean, all of those vehicles have been great successes in the marketplace and have really helped to turn around General Motors financially, um, sales. You know, month over month, continue to improve. Just last month, our sales were up 32 percent, and for the first time, really um, for a full quarter since the uh, the uh, the financial situation that we went through, we reported our financial results just uh, earlier. Uh, I guess it would be technically just last month, and we made um, almost 900 million dollars. So, um, putting all of those pieces in place really has has given all of us the confidence. Um, that we need to, to ensure customers that we're going to be around for a long time. You know, the other point that I would add is, is that we did pay the government loans back uh, years earlier than mm-hmm. anybody anticipated. So I think with the, the fact that we were able to restructure the, the company and restructure how it's financed, um, people should be confident uh, in purchasing a, a GM vehicle because we're going to be here for a long time. Right.
0: Well, that's good because I've got like the forever warranty on this. <laughs> e- <laughs> e- <laughs> I was really nervous about that, but I had faith. Yeah. Okay, well, now that you've talked about the serious stuff, I want to know more about mobile Wi-Fi and the infotainment systems that are coming into cars.
2: You know, there what is, we have? I mean, it's almost hard to keep track of all the technologies that are, um, you know, mobile electronic conveniences that are being put in cars. I mean, just some of the simple things, and and perhaps not simple when you look at how they operate, but, you know, you mentioned OnStar. You you know, OnStar is is one of the most advanced technologies uh, that are available in vehicles today. It's perhaps not as um, sexy as as some of the other um, technologies when you look at how it um, how it's viewed in the vehicle because essentially you're just seeing three buttons. Um, yeah, but
0: Richard, I went to the OnStar website and I've I've watched a couple of videos yep. and it truly looks like um, CTU from 24. Oh. I mean, yeah, it's, seriously. I mean, it's,
2: it's one of the most powerful things, you know, being, being able to offer you the safety and security and the confidence to, to drive the vehicle, for them to do, you know, onboard diagnostics, to unlock your vehicle, to uh, track you down if you're in an accident. All of the things that that technology can do is incredible. And they're looking to just expand and improve that technology going forward. Um, you know other things that that are in vehicles today that you know even you know five ten years ago you, you couldn 't imagine in terms of entertainment and infotainment would be simple things or things that we think are of simple um, xm satellite radio uh, you know the dvD players and game consoles that that can play you know three different things at the same time that are in your cars um, wi fi systems uh, are now available to to put in cars so that you can surf the net while you're driving. Um, obviously, there's, uh you know, hard drives. <laughs> you know, you're, I'm not sure if your particular Cadillac has it or the next generation Cadillac for 2009 is when we came out with it. But, you know, 40 gig hard drives are. Uh, oh,
0: I have the hard drive. I don't know what to do with it, <laughs> mind you, because I, your because I don't want to. It. You know exactly, but you know I really I guess I, the manual is a little big, um, and I write dummies books, so maybe <laughs> maybe you, you guys can write need, a dummies
2: book for those. Yeah, there
0: you go. I, <laughs> you really know, needs it. No, I, well, I love the fact that it has a hard drive, and I would like. Can I record right from a CD onto the yeah, hard drive? Yep. yeah,
2: that's what. Can it's I be, do yeah.
0: that while I'm listening to a radio show?
2: You can do that while you're listening to a radio show. You can you can record your own radio show onto that hard drive. You can pause and play. Um, live radio so that if you you know you're distracted or you're at the drive through and you're listening to somebody's listening to your radio I show I have
0: done that I have done that and yep. I think that's
2: so very cool. Yeah right. so those are the kinds of things uh, that are in the cars today going forward you know smartphone technology is going to be integrated with with a lot of the applications that are available in cars you know in our case obviously OnStar uh, announced not that long ago that they're going to be working with Google on, on some technologies, uh, initially um, for the Volt that allows um, people to use their um, OnStar uh, to monitor um, the Volt systems. Uh, on their smartphone, um, so things like that are the kinds of things that that are that are in vehicles today and uh, more so in the future.
1: Now, for our audience, which is obviously a lot of people listen on the internet, mm-hmm. and you t- you addressed a little bit about the uh, the Wi-Fi, which would be great if you're in a Wi-Fi. Are we going to get to the point where you know some uh, service is going to provide internet radio or those things where you can use it all the time?
2: Um, I haven't got the information on that. What I do know is that there are aftermarket providers today that um, enable Wi-Fi um, in cars. Mm-hmm. So, you know, going as an extension of that, I would not be surprised if, you know, whether it's somebody listening to, to this station or others, you know, if you have that Wi-Fi um, application put into your vehicle, you know, obviously as you're driving, you'd be able to pick up those types of stations and do the surfing, you know, uh, you know, from your computer in the car.
1: And Marcia and I both have questions about cars for GM. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I happen to, I've been known occasionally to drive maybe a little bit over the speed limit. Mm-hmm. You got a CTS... V coming out with like nine thousand horsepower, right? Yeah,
2: actually, the V is already out. We've had oh, uh, out. we've had V's in the marketplace now for a few years, but you're you're right. I mean, the V is a phenomenal car, and it is you know essentially the flagship of the Cadillac um, fleet, if you will. It's a five hundred and five horsepower um, four door sedan, which is essentially a race car. It's the fastest sedan. Uh, fastest production car uh, available on the road. It did the Nürburgring in record time, for those of you who are familiar yeah. with racetracks. Nice. But it's a car that's also um, friendly enough that you can drive to work every day, and if you don't you know, push the limits as somebody would be tempted to do with a vehicle like
0: <laughs> No,
1: never.
2: Yeah, it, you know your, your fuel economy would be reasonable, but as I said, I mean, you're essentially looking at the Corvette Z06, Right. Um, engine uh, in that particular vehicle, and it's a four-door
1: sedan. Okay, just drop well, it off at my house. That'll be yeah.
2: We'll right. do yeah, that.
0: Right. <laughs> um, I have an '85 Corvette wow. with forty-two thousand original miles, uh, clear coat gold, uh, original color. The whole thing—it's a gorgeous car. Very nice. And I recent, yeah, and I recently drove the 2010 um, that that model of Corvette that you just mentioned. Okay. Uh, big difference.
2: Huge op- difference. <laughs> You know, the. Um, like I don't know to if you block. had a specific question, but, uh, you, you know, if I could jump in. The, the Corvette is, is really a great example of demonstrating how technology has improved, I guess, in, in this case, just over the last uh, 25 years because, you know, you're essentially looking at the the, 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 the premise of the Corvette is unchanged. It's a, it's a two-seater, oh,
0: it's still sports, a car, sports car, fiberglass
2: body, you know, small block, Chevy V8 engine, blah, blah, blah. You know, the, the basic premise is unchanged and it never will change in terms of the Corvette. But what, you know, we've been able to do to make improvements to that vehicle over time is is phenomenal. It not only includes, you know, all the technologies that we just talked about, like, you know, Nav Systems and OnStar and XM and things like that. But, you know, when I when I think of, as an example, the improvements to the internal combustion engine. You know, and I did a little bit of research because somebody mentioned to me that you had a 1985 Corvette. But you know, that Corvette had a you know 350 cc small block Chevy engine. The new Corvette has a 376 cubic inch. Um, small block Chevy engine, it's essentially the, the same block that's had some improvements made to it to improve the displacement. But, you know, looking at the horsepower, you know, in 1985, that, that base Corvette had 230 horsepower. You know, that same Um, essentially that same small-block Chevy base engine now has 430 horsepower. It gets 25 (laughs) miles per gallon on the highway now. You know, you've gone from a four-speed automatic transmission to a six-speed manual or automatic transmission. No, actually, I had an automatic. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know... the, the, the improvements that have been made just in the internal combustion engine are phenomenal. But then you add, you know, even some of the other things like stability track and magnetic ride control and, and all these other technologies that have been put in vehicles. And, and, you know, that is what, you know, we and other auto, you know, enthusiasts deem as, the, you know, the supercar bargain of, of the industry. Yeah,
0: and sweet yet, it, and yet, it still has that same magic feel when you drive the car,
2: especially it's the sound a- of that, of that V8 engine rumble you know you, you can drive it. no well i
0: i gotta tell you the, the sorry the 85 rumble is still <laughs> still <laughs> rumbles a whole lot more but then again it does loosen your fillings when you drive in it right too.
1: right so i'm telling <laughs> it's you it's a lot
0: smoother ride
1: <laughs> one day i'm going to retire i'm going to buy myself a 62 corvette and just like route 66 i'm going to yep. drive across the country in that 62 corvette you
2: know you and the other thing with more. corvettes is, it's amazing the value that those old Corvettes have. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you've got a '67 Corvette with a split T window, I mean, you know, you're looking at hundred, two hundred thousand dollars
1: for a uh, car that you nice.
2: might have paid four thousand dollars.
1: Richard, thank you so much. It was great entertainment. And this great, was great so much fun.
2: You're thank welcome, you, Richard. We'd
1: love to talk to you again. Find out what's going on in GM in the future. Thank you. for Right, being keep
0: with us posted.
1: Us. Good stuff, Marcia. Let's go out and go buy some '62 Corvettes.
0: Yes, buy of the do week
1: it. coming up next. Get the drum set rolling.
0: This is Marcia Collier along with Mark Cohen on WS Radio with Worldwide Leader in Internet Talk You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier You and Navy Mutual Aid Association. We've been through a lot together since 1879. In those days, they spoke a little more formally. But our mission statement remains the same.
4: Our mission is to aid our members and their dependents or beneficiaries by providing with certainty and promptness a substantial sum for their relief. With insurance plans, it is near the actual net cost as possible.
0: In other words, we offer low-cost, high-quality insurance so that your family will be taken care of. We do have a lot more choices now. Coverage is available to you and your family with no war or aviation clauses and no military or travel restrictions. Visit NavyMutual.org to obtain a quote, apply for the insurance, or fill out the forms. Or you can reach us at 800-628-6011 to speak with us in person. Navy Mutual, serving you since 1879.